So we now know what we need to do in order to promote our podcast. Mm-hmm. We, we need to go on live tours. This is 8-Bit, episode 31, Time Sinks of Addictiveness, on Sunday, April 7th, 2013. And now, the gaping maw vagina dragon. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker, with guest David Jennison. What's a live tour? Well, see, a live tour is where Ian and I get together in somebody's dorm, you know, either, either at Gustavus or in Morris or, you know, at some other college, and we just do crazy stuff. And then everybody realizes how cool we are together. And then everybody goes, whoa, I want to listen to their podcast. And that's how we'll get more listeners. And by crazy stuff, we just talk and flirt with each other and make other people feel weird. Oh, yes. I wish I could jump into your arms right now, but I can't because we're on the other side of the internet. I know. Have Declan be me. (laughs) Jump into Declan's arms. No, wait, no, never mind. He's my competition. Stay away from that guy. Oh, okay. I will. Are you cheating on me? (laughs) I was here first. Yeah, but I hold his heart more. <laughs> and uh, who are you again? I'm David Janicek, otherwise known as Moose, or Sir Moose, or if you want my full official title, Sir Pomple Moose. Sir Pomple Moose. Because the only French I know is Je suis un Pomple Moose, which means I'm a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> which has nothing to do with mooses. Nope, except for the end of it, which makes a lovely nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome to the show, David Pumple Moose. <laughs> Glad to be here. David Grapefruit. Well, you know, um, the uh, the river near Morris is called Pomme de Terre, which is uh, French for potato, but it <laughs> it literally translates to uh, apple of the earth. Yeah, what? that makes sense. How do you get potato to apple of the earth? It's a way cooler way of saying apple, don't you? Don't you think? I mean, potato. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, all them apples grow on the ground. Apple we, vodka. What we should uh, yeah, do actually? We should uh, we should have a language where you know, like potatoes are called apple of the earth, and then apples are called potatoes of the sky, or something like that. And it'll just be utter confusion because nobody will know what it's referring to. You're welcome to invent your own language. I I heard that. Yeah. To- I mean, just following the footsteps of Tolkien. He was a master of linguistics. Pretty much. First, I need to learn Klingon. Then Elvish. And then Elvish, yeah. Well, you already have Arabish, then. Oh, that's just an alphabet, though. That hardly counts as a language. Fine. You have Spanish. That that doesn't count, because it's in real life. Yeah, fine. <laughs> well, hell, all the languages I want to learn are in real life, but... Yeah, because you're lame. But yeah. nobody what's uses the, them anymore. What's the use of a real-life language? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're Americans. We only speak American. Asking people where the chicken beer is? The chicken beer is in your heart, my friend. It's in your heart. You must dig inside yourself. And release the chicken beer. Well, I'm pretty sure I released it afterwards, and I think I hit most of the toilet. (laughs) Depending on how incredibly drunk you are at the time. I wasn't that bad then. (laughs) I don't think. I don't remember. That's usually not a good sign. <laughs> well, it was also well, how many months ago? Speaking um, of which, when my mom found out that you were coming up here to visit, she uh, she told me, uh, or she asked me, Ian isn't going to make you go drinking with him, is he? Like, she was she was legitimately worried about 
you being a bad influence in my life, <laughs> which is ridiculous. And she obviously doesn't know how I... Oh, yeah, I mean, it's not as if I've known him since I was four or anything. Yeah. I've been a bad influence throughout his whole life, and he's been that same bad influence on me. He's been trying to get me to drink since we were, you know, in preschool. Christ, you have a drinking problem. <laughs> Depends on how much water I get on myself. <laughs> All no. right, so since... And, I, and I'm sure you know that I wouldn't actually do force you to... Or no, try of course not. Like that. That's why it was so funny that my mom said that. Yeah. I mean, if my mom, you know, said something reasonable, then I wouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, well... What does she say? Anyway. <laughs> That's reasonable. Uh, she tells my brothers to go clean the dishes, and then they don't. Which is my brothers being unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Too busy playing TF2 or whatever. Hey, TF2 is an amazing pastime. Yes, but when there's work to be done... Hey, it could be work. You never know, they could be hat farmers. Yeah, well, he kind of is. He keeps trying to uh, get me to trade him all of the you know TF2 items that I get from pre-orders for useless games that are in his inventory. <laughs> like eight uh, copies of Dota 2? No, he's he's got some, like, racing game that nobody plays that he keeps trying to push on me, and I'm like, no. I don't want it. You don't want to know how to be a racer. Damn, it feels good to be a racer. Sounds racy. Well, but you don't you know those games honestly transfer, like in-game racing skills to real life. After playing several hours of those, you can totally race anything forever. That's why Ian was so good at uh, doing the handbrake turn. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I may or may not have been taught how to drift. Which was fun. At the, uh, what was that, the new Canton Town Hall or something? Something like that. Somewhere by camp. Wait. No, that can't be right. I think New Canton is a town from a video game. Let's look it up. I may be getting reality mixed up with my video games, as usual. Uh That's a problem. New Canton Restaurant in, well, let's see, there's New Canton, Virginia. Don't don't look it up that way. Just look near Cannon Falls. Canton, Minnesota. So you have the old Canton, not the new one. (laughs) Yep. Right by Harmony. But no, Canton Canton is way down... No, it's Stanton. Stanton. Stanton, yeah. Sorry. I was close. Yes, yes, you were. Canton is... Mm, I don't know how many miles that would be. Just just a few miles north of the Iowa border. Ah. I don't think that would make a very good place for a camp. Nothing but corn fields as far as the eye can see. No. That's why we have our camp somewhere else. The place where we have Cannon Falls is... By Northfield, which houses that 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 university, that that establishment that shall not be named. Uh, there's um, two of them. I'm not sure which one you're referring to. Not both. <laughs> well, I feel fine uh, mentioning them because they're kind of out of our league anyway. Saint Olaf and Carlton. Must, must, must. Wait, what's wrong with Carlton? My brother goes there. There's nothing wrong with them. They have a great. Uh, um, Ultimate team. No. Huh? I, I, I started hating Carlton because I uh, St. Olaf was my number one when I was looking at colleges. Then I went to Gustavus instead. So I'm really thankful I did, and now I hate St. Olaf. So the hatred for Carlton never really left tonight because I had no reason to part with it. And then the hatred for St. Olaf is still is fresh and always there. 
So, considering somebody who uh, thinks of themselves as a uh, what is it, neutral good? You you call yourself? You have you has a lot of hate for a lot of things. Yeah, I has lots of hate. I has all the hate. Like it has hates. Like what? Out of curiosity. Well, let's see. For two and a half years, it was women in general. <sighs> Debatable. <laughs> Debatable, huh? One woman in particular. Yeah, but, but, but because of that, it was women are the root of all evil. You loved telling people that joke. The money one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he wouldn't stop. <sighs> My goodness, I'm learning more about you every day. Yeah. Long story short, I had a bad, well, I had a breakup a couple years back that I ended up blowing out of proportion and turning into a bad breakup. I could see the mushroom cloud wherever I went. And I was in a depression for two and a half years where a lot of the sadness just kind of leaked out the side as anger towards anyone who was around me. Radiation poisoning from all of the fallout. Yeah. Ooh, this metaphor is getting really good. Keep going. <laughs> Took me a while to get rid of all the lingering radiation, too. I, I think they're... I, I think they have things to help with that. It's like Chipotle away. It, it helps with all that sort of after-burning feeling. <laughs> I suppose. But then it's not my heart that's burning. Oh, it is my heart that's burning. <laughs> <laughs> So, since this is your first time on the show, David Mooseman, um, yes. <laughs> we're going to have a little interview. We're going to grill you with lots of difficult questions that you're oh, uh, not going to be able to answer. That you've but never I seen before. studied at all. <laughs> so, how did you get into video games? Um, well, I think I first got into video games with random-ass, like, Flash games on the internets. And I cannot tell you specifics exactly. But the ones that really got me into them was Halo, Combat Evolved, and uh, what the hell are those ones? Warcraft 3. Because well, Both of which are very, very simple Flash games. Yes, very simple Flash games, which you can play on almost any kind of computer, at least <laughs> nowadays. Well, yeah. Yeah. But those were the two that really got me in, and then I just sort of expanded my library. I still have them. I just don't play them that much. Did you spend a lot of time trying to figure out like how to get past uh, school blocking systems so that you could go to addictinggames.com? No, I don't think our school had that many sort of blocks. So I just could sort of go wherever the hell I wanted. Uh, I'm jealous. St. Paul Public Schools. (laughs) Mounds Park Academy. Maplewood Private School. I know right where that is. That's like two blocks from Alicia's house. (laughs) Alicia is the gal who's my current ex, but I'm waiting until she's ready to hopefully get back together. Okay. Long story behind that. We can talk about that in the fridge later if you like. (laughs) Wait, we have a fridge? (laughs) It's where we store the chicken beer. We all need to go stand in it together so we can talk. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, you know, if someone is stressed, we really do need to chill out sometimes, so... Yes. That's why we bought that walk-in fridge. Totally. Yeah. For when the AC breaks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, what is your favorite genre? My favorite genre? 
Um, I don't really know. It would have to be a good tie between first-person shooters, mainly because I like making things' heads explode, <laughs> and um, third-person, I guess, RPGs? Whatever the hell Monster Hunter 3 and Dark Souls is, because those things are, like, time sinks of addictingness. Yeah, those are RPGs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But whatever those are, I love to play them. <laughs> Sweet. Despite all the nope that happens in Dark Souls. Hey, there there are plenty of, like, non-nope things. There's beautiful scenery and things that kill you and uh, treasure chests and things And then that monsters kill- that make you go, nope. Well, yeah. let's face it, Ian... If you bought Dark Souls, chances are you knew what you were getting into, and so the nope is part of the appeal. Yeah, yeah, it kind of was. Like, I ran down to the basement, and apparently, according to guides I found on the internet afterwards, you can summon up help to kill the giant, gaping, maw vagina dragon thing. I didn't know <laughs> that. I just walked in, sort of like, oh, well, hello there. I'm gonna kill you. It took me, like, three tries, but I killed him. Which was a lot better than this one guy. Which, when clearing the enemies towards him, I got about 1,500 souls every time I did it. I leveled up five times, and by the end of it, it cost me about, what, 7,000 souls to level up? Not 7,000, wow, that wouldn't be much. It was like 10,000, or 12,000. Jeez. Yeah. So, so wait, you, so you get the souls by killing people? You, yeah, you get souls by killing people. But I was trying to kill this one guy in particular, but I kept dying. So what I'd do is I'd kill everything to him, collect my dead body, and get all my souls back, and then try to kill him again, die, and repeat until I could level up, and then keep trying anyways. So is it is it a one-to-one ratio between people you kill and souls you get? Oh, good lord, no. Um, okay. It, because like, that would be ridiculous. Like, yeah. 7,000 people you need to kill before you can... Uh... <laughs> No, like, terribly weak enemies give you somewhere between, like, 24 and, like, 72 souls. And then you can find big guys that give, like, 500, and then really big guys, which give you, like, 720, and then really, really big guys, which give you, like, 1,000. And then there's, like, bosses, which give you several hundred, well, not several hundred, but several tens of thousands of souls. Ooh. But they're assholes. Like, the gaping mob vagina dragon thing? (laughs) Yeah. So that's more of a vagina than an asshole, it sounds like. He's, he's both. He can be both. Him either way, though. An asshole and the looks of a vagina with really big teeth. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> it's, it's the movie Teeth all over again. Yeah, except it's mobile. Did you watch that, Ian? Did um, you seriously watch that? Not. I, I, I did my best to avoid it. Um... My final year at Central, in the pit, um, as in pit orchestra, <laughs> there was a lot of times where the actors were rehearsing on stage and we had nothing to do. And so Jack Breen would pull it up on his iPod and watch it. And I was able to see it somewhat, but it was from the side, so everything was shadows. And I'm like, okay, I'm okay with not being able to see most of this. <laughs> nice. Yes. So what is your favorite game of all time? Well, if I had to say right now, it'd probably be Dark Souls, because it's terrifying, yet it's addicting. And every time I go back somewhere, I still find new shit to kill and find. And well, this I is gonna be don't a good review. know how to end it. 
I've been playing for how long? How long have I been playing this game? Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls. Only 40 hours? Wow. I thought I'd been sunk more into that. Oh, well. But 40 hours and I've only hit mid-game. But if it's not that, then it would have to be uh, Monster Hunter 3. Which I've honestly sunk like 300 hours into at least. Jeez. Yeah. I, I kind of... Yeah. I hit end game with that one. Which is problematic because the servers are going down for it eventually. Wait. Monster Hunter is multiplayer? Yeah. Um, you can do online hunting on Monster Hunter Try. Um, but since they came out with Monster Hunter 3G or 3G Ultimate or whatever the hell it is, um, the new one for the Wii U and the DS, which technically doesn't have multiplayer, but uh, they're uh, eventually going to shut down the servers for Try so they can have more room for Ultimate. Hmm. Which is terrible because I don't want to get a Wii U. But I like Wii U's. Wait, so Dark Souls, you, you're 40 hours into it? Yep. And, and I'm only halfway through? I think I'm only halfway through. Well, the I'm game is to... only 40 bucks, and it got an 85 on the Metascore. And it sounds like you're absolutely loving it. Oh, God, yes. I mean, I, I finally hit the place where, like, every, all the, like, final blacksmith people are, because I have no idea where they are or and where it, anything is. I'm came just wandering on around and running into shield bastards. <laughs> and I can't kill them. Shieldy golems? And it came yeah, out on my 20th birthday, too. What? I'm looking at the thing on Steam right now. It came out on August 23rd, 2012, which was my 20th birthday. Oh, nice. So, I might have to pick this up once I deposit checks. Definitely should. should. You could Steam. also wait till it goes on sale like what I did. It'll it was probably do that. Worth it. And if oh. you buy anything right now, it should be Bioshock Infinite anyway. Yeah, that is also really fun. I have $168 worth of paychecks in here. Well, after, after Bioshock, you'll have about 100 left. Yeah. If I buy Bioshock. But a, a suggestion, <laughs> if you get Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition for Steam, get a some sort of con, like Xbox controller for your computer, because unfortunately, as amazing as it is, they pretty much directly ported the Xbox version to the PC, so oh. everything is labeled for an Xbox controller. Oh. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I bought an Xbox controller. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like it was a good investment then. Yeah, it also works really well for Bioshock. And Castle Crashers. Have you found a way to get it where you can use one hand with the joystick for movement and then the other hand on the mouse for shooting? No, I haven't, which would make everything a lot better, but not yet. Okay. I'm going to figure that out, maybe. Maybe we'll just have to develop our own little hardware that has like a single, single thing that you can use in this hand that has all the buttons that you would usually use for like crouch and whatnot on this hand, and then the mouse in the other hand. So like a nunchuck. Yes. So like a Nostromo, but better. Nostromo. Yeah, like what Tyler and Alicia have. Oh yeah. Nostromo gaming pads, where it's pretty much just like set of buttons and a joystick, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. I want one of those. Me too. Have you guys seen that weird like razor thing? Um, it it's like it's like just the portion of the keyboard that you need for for gaming. Yeah, that that's that's sort of what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's see. Looking at keyboards and keypads. Oh, you mean yeah, the Nostromo. Yeah. 
you are talking about, let's see, I'll throw it up in the show notes. You are talking about... The Razor Nostromo, not the fabulous YouTube editor of AMD's Nostromo. You're talking about this thing, right? I threw it underneath the rolling. I see nothing. Yes, that is, yes, that one, yeah. Yep, that thing. The Nostromo. Yep. Yeah, I want that one too. He said that he um, he was thinking about buying a new one and then he'd sell me his old used one cheap, so... How dare he! I want it. Wait, who has one? Our friend Tyler, the guy who, A, introduced me to Moose, and B, who I was going to snag but didn't respond at all. So uh. now we have Moose, and I'm happy. So I don't uh. nearly get to talk with Moose enough. Those things look ridiculous. Yeah. They're amazing. They make they the walls so much fun and oh. easier. God, I bet. I can imagine trying to uh, like write a paper with that thing. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> also, Ian, I think you have one more question. Oh yes. So, yeah. What is the game that you hate the most? If I had to say the game I hate the most, it would be Yu-Gi-Oh! Ultimate Masters. Came out in 2006 with Game Boy Advance. I don't understand any of the damn rules. <laughs> so, is it the kind of thing where you're playing the card game or is it completely different? No, it's the thing where you're playing the card game, because if I don't know what's going on or how to summon monsters or what anything means about anything... Do you, do you know the rules of the card game? No. Well, I that would probably help. Game. All I remember is uh, you can summon monsters and like certain stars, you have to sacrifice stuff, and that was like it for rules. And this one has so much more, and they have different turns and different everything. I'm just like, yeah. The phases? Is it talking about, like, main phase one, main phase two, battle phase? Yeah, we was getting close to that. But but the other one had that, and it wasn't confusing, and this one was just confusing. <laughs> so I ran away. Oh, Japan. Yep. I'm sorry for your uh, traumatizing experiences. It was terrible. All right, so we have a new section this week, uh... Listener feedback. Of course, the only person who uh, feeds back to us is uh, Andrew Bailey. So here's a few things that he said to us. Actually, these are from uh, two weeks ago, but I didn't respond to them at all because, you know, I didn't think of it. So he uh, he asks me why I feel the need, need, feel the need to play games the moment that they come out. Um, and I would say that it, I don't really feel the need to play games... Uh, when they come out, unless I've been looking forward to them for a long time, like Bioshock Infinite, um, you know, like Portal 2, like Mass Effect 3. Those are games that I bought right away because, you know, I absolutely wanted to play them right when I came out, when they came out. Would you guys say that that's kind of how you feel about it as well? Mildly, yes. The, the surprising thing was I didn't get Bioshock Infinite because I wanted to play it, like, immediately. I just got it because I wanted XCOM as well and it was free. Yeah. Yeah, which was a nice I, deal. I got him his copy for um, Christmas. So best Christmas yeah. gift ever. So he got because he got that game, and then he got the free copy of XCOM, which I think I had gotten him as a birthday present. Um, oh yeah, that was you. So he had an extra <laughs> copy of it, which he traded to someone for a copy of Tomb Raider. Wow! So he got Bioshock Infinite and Tomb Raider for, for, for no money of my own. That's, that's pretty good. Um, Andrew also asks about uh, Annabelle uh, because my my Chromebook's name is Annabelle, and apparently he remembered that I name all of my computers after weapons. 
because he wants to know what that reference is from, and it is from Half-Life 2, and that is um, the, the rifle that Father Grigori has in Ravenholm. Ah, uh, yes. I am Father Grigori, and Ravenholm oh, is Ravenholm. my congregation. Oh, no, Ravenholm. <laughs> I remember, that's right, I was playing through the Ravenholm while waiting for um, one of our anima things to start. You still there, Moose? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for one of our anima things to start. And I was just making comments all over the place to Tyler. It was mainly, oh, God, why? Because <laughs> Ravenholm with just the grav gun is even scarier than Ravenholm without the grav gun. Oh, man. <clears throat> also, apparently during our show, we use the acronym PBR, and uh, Andrew thought that that meant peanut butter rape. I thought PBR is like kind of really terrible, like hipster beer. Paps Blue Ribbon, yeah. Ah, that's yep. So there you go. Okay. That's all we have for listener feedback. Yep. On to headlines. Yay! Yay! All right. So Transistor, the next game from the makers of Bastion, will feature subtle forms of multiplayer, like seeing another player's path through the world. Um, I've noticed that this form of multiplayer has been kind of becoming more and more popular with games developers like Journey, um, you know, like uh, Zombie U. You know, you can see kind of things that people spray painted up on walls occasionally. Um, and also other players, uh, you know, zombies will show up in your world sometimes. Stuff like that. Hmm. And, uh, you know, so, like, Watch Dogs is going to ha- supposedly have some sort of uh, multiplayer that doesn't necessarily involve, you know, being in the same world as somebody at the same time. So it's kind of like the uh, orange soap zones from Dark Souls where you can leave messages around? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Huh. Usually they're kind of full of assholes, though. <laughs> I've heard about it. Cliffs, <laughs> and usually there's something on the other side of that cliff. Yep. <laughs> Try jumping. <laughs> You died. Yep. Time to go back to that checkpoint that you were at three hours ago. What? No, there's no checkpoints. You just have a fire, but you lose all your crap it, along with your humanity. My humanity! I never had any of that anyway. All right. <clears throat> Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon looks to be a bizarre DLC themed after a retro 80s movie about a cyborg soldier sent to retrieve a bioweapon from a tropical island. My inflections were really weird. No kidding. Monster Jam. All right, so Moose, do you want to read the next one? No, my Jackie Chan. Okay, let me see. Gas power. <laughs> hey, leave my Jackie Chan out of this. <laughs> it started playing randomly. Anyways, gas-powered games, now with the temporary name Ward Gaming Seattle, is working on a free-to-play AAA MMO. What does AAA mean? Um, that's just, you know, production value. They have... Lots of money that's being poured into it. Oh, those rich bastards. Now with PvP, but really, who isn't working on something like this? So they're trying to make the next WoW? Uh, I, I guess so. ArenaNet has them beat already. Oh, well, geez. Well, I mean, they're working for war, uh, Wargaming, who already have World of War Tanks. World of Tanks and shit. <laughs> World of War Tanks. <laughs> well, we naturally think a tank is made for war. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't even do that on purpose, but that You're was amazing. Struggling, Buck. <laughs> You're riding the struggle tank. 
So Daisy standalone will probably be coming to consoles if the PC ver- PC version is a success. Not the PC version. Shit up. Shit up. Don't give me the goosebumps. Wait, is that just some like random DayZ game, or is it like the DayZ edition to Arma Two or whatever? It's it's a another version of it that is a standalone version. So cool. basically the same thing, but you don't have to buy Arma Two in order to play it. Yeah. Oh, goody, because I never really wanted Arma 2, but I wanted to play that. Perfect. Shall you and I delve into it together? Yes. Those yes. zombies won't stand a chance. No, no, never. Make sure that you leave room for RuneScape, Ian. That's during the summer, come on. Well, DayZ isn't coming out until then, either. Oh, fine. I only get one day off a week. <laughs> Part of which is going to be spent recording the podcast. Kind of important, you know. Anyway, so... Sad day. Disney has closed LucasArts and all of their projects have been halted. Which... Oh, shit. Yeah, silly Disney. And, like, what was that game that you had mentioned while I was up at Morris? The one that was supposedly about Boba Fett? Well, that's the next article. Oh. Okay. Moose? Let's see. Well, thankfully, those projects were promising... Wait, that they were promising Star Wars 1313 will probably be developed? What is this nonsense? Wait, are they making a new, like, Boba Fett Bounty Hunter game? Because I hated that thing. Well, so this this game was um, revealed at E3 last year, and they had this really, really cool-looking trailer. Uh, it kind of made it look like uh, Uncharted, but in Star Wars. Yeah. And everybody thinks that it was probably about Boba Fett, but we're not really sure. Because, like, the character that they showed in the uh, in the trailer was not the, the character that's the final character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. So, so, I certainly hope so. Yeah. I really want that game to come out, even, you know, even if LucasArts aren't the one that do it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks interesting. Hopefully a lot better than Bounty Hunter. So, there's a new trailer out for Thief, and it's a really, really good trailer, so we're gonna watch it. Everybody head on over to the YouTube thingy. perfect heist lies in the preparation. Some say that it's all in the timing, seizing the right opportunity. Others even say it's the ability to leave no trace behind, be a ghost. For me, it's simple. It's a way of life. So yeah, that's uh, one of those games that I'll probably get at launch. Same. It looks so good. Racy threat. No. <laughs> I would lose. I play the games. I play games like that slowly just because I try and do everything. It looks like it's going to be a lot like Dishonored, which makes me excited. Damn it, I was just about to say that. <laughs> 
Well, as uh, I, I think we've said this uh, before, but Dishonored and and the Thief series have a lot of like the same developers in common. Oh yeah, that's right. Like the I think the the studio that made uh, the original Thief games it doesn't exist anymore, and some of those people went and were you know started working at Arcane, who made Dishonored. Yeah. So that could be lots of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that one. <clears throat> if it's as good as Dishonored then it, it will be worth buying pre, pre-release. pre All right. Why do people keep uh, have to keep coming up with new ways to terrifying? Among the Sleep is an atmospheric horror game where you play as a toddler. Finally, a horror game where it makes mild sense that you can't pick up a lead pipe and beat everything to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what was amnesia then? Oh, oh, you could pick up brooms. You can pick up all the brooms in that game. Oh no! Oh oh god! No, Slappy Jaw, run away! He has a broom. Run for your life! I no. remember that one time when uh, Julian Teeple was over at your house, Ian, and you were playing Amnesia, and he was just directing. He was like, "Oh, pick up, pick up that broom! Pick up that broom! Now sweep the floor with it! Sweep the floor, Ian!" And it just ruined the entire game because it was like, "This isn't scary anymore." <laughs> oh god. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was just Julian. Also, um, if you want, I just found followed some links and I found a gameplay trailer for or a gameplay teaser for Among the Sleep. If we want to watch that one as well. Sure, go for it. Okay. In order to get those realistic toddler breathing sounds, obviously they had to actually take a two-year-old and put them through this experience. Yeah. 
<clears throat> My general first impression was, so that's what it's like to be a toddler in paranormal activity. <laughs> we already know what it's like to be a video camera in paranormal activity. Oh, good lord. I still haven't seen that any of those movies. You are better off, my friend. You are better off. <laughs> okay. Is it that scary? or is it just... No, they're just really stupid. <laughs> I think okay. The third one was pretty good. I never saw the third one. I just saw the first one, and I thought, wow, I really didn't want to watch any of this ever again. <laughs> All right. All right, let's see. Next up. I mean, it seems like a lot of those games have been taking a lot from amnesia. Like, you saw the little hand thing, and a lot of just... The gameplay and mechanics of Amnesia, because we had this one. Um, obviously, there's a sequel to Amnesia that's been announced, but that's supposed to follow that same sort of mechanic. But also, you have the one that's in the asylum, like thing that we watched. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Um, yeah, the one that was that was revealed at PAX. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Outlander? No, something like that. The one where it's Amnesia-like feel, but with Mirror's um, Edge controls. Yeah, yeah. Edge gameplay. So it was bullet time? Uh, bullet time is Max Payne. Oh. Yes, run away in slow motion. <laughs> dive everywhere. Watch. Dive, yeah, no, dive everywhere, even if you don't want to dive. Yep. Alright, is that me? No, the next one is Moose. Yes, oh, yeah, she's trying to take my stuff. Sorry. Let's see. The Adventures of Dash unfortunately did not meet its Kickstarter goal, so Robotic is putting it on the back burner and focusing on their mage project, Human Element. Hopefully we'll still get to see the game come to life later, but so far it does not look good. What is this thing? Let me find out. Yeah, so the, the Adventures of Dash was centered around the concept of having different worlds that you go to when your character falls asleep, and each of those worlds has a completely different art style. So, you know, so he was basically giving the artists free reign to do whatever they wanted to because a lot of times when you hire an artist to work on a, you know, on a video game project, they have to just completely forget about, you know, the kind of art that they like to do and do whatever makes sense in the game world. Hmm. Cool. What happened to that, um... That one game that was done by the same people who did uh, Psychonauts. Uh, Double Fine Adventure? Yeah. Well, if you listen to our podcast, you would know (laughs) that uh, it has been (laughs) self-plugging during the show. (sighs) (laughs) There'll be no end to it. Um, That one's been renamed um, Broken Age. Broken Age. Broken Era? Something like that. It's happening. Okay, cool. All I know is I heard you say plug, and my mind instantly jumped to the thing that you didn't know what it was until I explained it to you two nights ago. Let's not go into that right now. <laughs> Let's actually go into one word, Minecraft. Beads. Minecraft has sort of pseudo-announced that there are going to be horses in it. Those horses will never take the place of my pigs. Never. Or my dogs. Or your dogs. My army of dogs. Have dogs. They were defeated. Speaking of Minecraft, we still need it. Or have you? Or what's the name of the program that I need it? Um, We'll figure that out later, Sean. I haven't even given Sean the world yet, so okay. It doesn't have a way to be hosted yet. Okay, makes sense. All right. Asus is busy coming out with new graphics cards. The first one is a miniature version of the GTX 670 intended for you to stick into a mini ITX tower. 
I think it's incredible that they managed to, you know, make a card that has the same power as the 670, but that small. It's ridiculous. No, it'll, no just, just imagine um, if they're able to shrink it down, they might be able to have, like, two graphics cards in one thing if they were able to shrink it down enough. Wow. Well... I mean, shrinking it down is a little different than being able to fit two in there because yeah. graphics cards go in, you know, on top of each other, not side by side. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But the next, uh, the next graphics card is a dual graphics card. Asus has come out with the most powerful dual graphics card available on the market, and it's called the uh, Ares Two. It's a dual seventy-nine seventy card that comes with a built-in liquid cooling system. And it comes in a metal briefcase, so you know that they're really serious about this one. And only 1,000 of them were made, so good luck finding one. Dang. <laughs> Too late, they're sold out. Damn it! How ha. dare I Ha. Well, <clears throat> unfortunately, Aliens, Colonial Marines, or my favorite, Colonial Marlins, which is a completely different thing, is not coming to the Wii U. Sega realized that everyone knows how terrible the game is with their moonwalking aliens and nobody's going to actually buy it. Which is, I guess, slightly problematic, but I'm not that torn over it. (laughs) I don't have a Wii U, so it doesn't doesn't bug me at all. All Alright, Torment. Tides of Numenero's Kickstarter has finished with over $4 million pledged, and it is now the highest funded game in Kickstarter's history. Shit. Yeah. So I think I think that that one's going to come out. Gee, you think? <laughs> no. You got $4 million to play around with. I think I can figure out something to do with it. No. So that's it for real news this week. Um, but what else happened this week? Well, Monday. Monday was, we have uh, more real news that all came out on Monday. Yeah, all of this real news that came out on Monday, April 1st. And there was absolutely nothing special about that day. Nope. Nope, nope nothing at all. <laughs> So, Guild Wars 2 invents a video game in their video game, and you, so it's all yours to play, and it's all 8-bit glory. It's actually... actually that, that, yeah, that sentence really did not work for me. I don't know what I was saying. Neither do I, but it, it actually was a game, and oh god, it was difficult. <laughs> it was annoying as hell. Those, those, those developers were evil. evil. <laughs> Goddamn waterfall. <laughs> And those alligators and the stupid turtles. Uh, actually, the waterfall killed me more than any gators or turtles did. Well, the gators and the turtles are the things that helped push me into the waterfall. Yeah, I suppose. Did you fall off of the waterfall, or what? The second you got caught into the waterfall, it was nearly impossible to get out because you would be basically tossed up and thrown backwards along the coast, and then you would bounce along until you could stand up again, and then as soon as you stood up again, you got thrown off again. Until you landed, went over a cliff and died. Yeah. So it was insta-slow, painful death as you watched yourself bounce all the way down. Yep. Unless you were an awesome person and somehow managed to glitch your way off the waterfall, then back into the waterfall, then off the waterfall, then back into the waterfall three times before finally dying. Sounds like you have some personal experience with this. Yes. Yes, I did. I only did it once, and it was terrible. It's never been a buggy game. There's no such thing as a buggy game. Ever, ever, ever. No. No. So we get a roll clip? In. Oh, Oh, 
Uh, no, I, we don't. We don't need to watch all of these videos. Some oh, thank God! I don't want to have flashbacks. No, no, I had enough. I have enough waterfall nightmares. Yeah, almost as bad as my my dinosaur nightmares. Oh, man. oh God, they're coming out with that movie in 3D. <laughs> Which movie? Jurassic Park. Oh, for right. those of you who don't know. Dinosaurs are my biggest fear, as silly as it sounds, but I watched Jurassic Park when I was four or five and had nightmares for a month afterwards. So my only recurring nightmares that I have nowadays are all T-Rex related, usually. Not Velociraptor? I know, surprisingly not Velociraptor. You think you'd be scared of the Velociraptors because you can at least hear the T-Rex coming. Yeah, kind of, except for it's, it's annoying when your dream has you hovering a foot off the ground so you get no traction. Yeah, it would be kind of annoying. Or not a foot, an inch. You're so damn close, but you can't get it. Speaking of 3D, I just realized Nick Fury can't watch 3D movies or play 3D games. <laughs> what a poor guy. But yeah, so that's coming out to 3D. That's a real thing, not a... Not, not, well, yeah, just it's, it's more real than all these other things. All right, shall I read the next one? Yes. Deus Ex Human Defiance has been announced as an 8-bit Deus Ex game. Allegedly, they had a lot of yellow pixels left over when they finished Human Revolution, and they wanted to use them as efficiently as possible. That's the best excuse I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, oh God, his legs are so skinny. <laughs> what? I'm watching, I'm watching the, the YouTube with the little bit of trailer, and his legs are just so skinny. <laughs> also, what does that guy's shirt say that needs to be blurred out? It's probably some logo from something else. Oh. You're right, his I legs are skinny. And he looks like he's just... I don't know, he, he he looks delicate with the way that he walks back and forth. Yeah, I know, he just sort of prances everywhere. <laughs> Destroying entire city, yes. <laughs> you know who isn't delicate or prances? Zombies. Zombies. And according to Wargaming.net, zombies are coming to World of Tanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. You can play no, with your friends and fight zombies. I'm blow them bastards up. All right. Sir Moose? Yes. Take it the next one. Let's see. Uh, Bethesda has released a dishonored gameplay commentary about how deep this wait, how deep the simulation in the game goes? What does that even mean? It means that a couple of the uh, creators of the game sit there and talk about how the uh, you know the the char- the non-player characters uh, actually age in real time. So if you stand behind a guard for long enough, you will die of old age. Oh, wait, wouldn't that kill you too? <laughs> Why don't we just watch the video? Because, I mean, it is commentary. We can hear everything that they're saying. That's true, yes. Actually, this one would be a good one to uh, watch. So the characters in Dishonored, uh, all of these characters are played by people on the internet. So every one of them is fully dynamic. Uh, The other thing about it is the models actually age over time. So if you waited long enough behind this guard, he would actually die of old age. There are, I think there are like 700 ways to get inside that building. The, uh, the, the thickness of the air is simulated. We believe it's one of those things that players feel and they, they really like. Yeah, uh, but most people won't notice it, but no, you'll, you'll, nobody feel, will it. Notice you'll it, feel it. But somehow. you'll feel it somehow. Yes. This is the player's love interest. No 
I just want to say something about the plants. Um, the plants grow at real time in the game based on sunlight. You know, if they're not placed in a good place, they don't get enough light, they start to die. Yeah, you can actually assassinate people just by like the way you you, you treat the plants. Like if you if you uh, don't uh, put the fertilizer, as I already said, then the you know the they, they could turn around, which rail of the troops go down, and, and it's some depressing. Yeah, it's depressing. My cousins are swarming at their mom. He says the slaves have dug half a mile down, so deep they're dying by the dozen. Many, many useless conversations. So here the player is using a spring razor mine, which throws shrapnel and severs limbs. So this player, playing on the internet, um, for the rest of his life, he has no legs. I just want to comment on this light in particular over this door frame. It's quite special. Uh, we have an artist on our team named Fabrice who spent... I would say eleven months, almost a year. Almost a year working on this one light. It's it's uh, I don't know a work of it's, art. It's beautiful. Every AI that you did something bad to, if it survived, it will come back at you. Maybe even on the next game. Like we we have this thing where we save uh, on your profile uh, exactly what you did, and like if an NPC. Is survive something, then he tells his friends, and then this other NPC is like, come, come and get you, even in a different game. And if he doesn't, his children do. So here the player is going to possess the target next to the courtesan for the oddest three-way that has ever been in a video game. You can possess doors, and, and so in this case, you, you can just play as a door for the rest of the game, which some people find very fun. We see a small percentage of players do the door playthrough where they just spend hours opening and closing. When you sleep off somebody, he wakes up from any position before falling for real. It's deliberate. We wanted that. We think it looks good. So here the player is so weak that he cannot even attack anybody. We want you to feel weak. Yes, we model the uh, stamina of the player, and so at this point the player is just exhausted. Three days with no sleep and all of this climbing. He can barely crawl. He has the, the stamina of a, like a 90-year-old man at this point. Seems legit. All right. Blizzard makes fun of themselves after the MLG Winter Championship by making a spur-of-the-moment decision based on this match and immediately set about rebalancing the game. As a result, they are bringing back the Warhound. A Terran unit. Indeed. Yes, why? Does anybody here actually play WoW? Uh, no, that that's StarCraft. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know these things. I don't think they're bringing a Terran unit back into WoW. That would be awesome, though! That, that would be kill everything! That would be an entirely different April Fool's Day joke. Except if you were hit by a spell and were able to cast inside one of the things, they just kind of die. That's True. why spells are lame. All the death. But still, it would be hilarious if they did a crossover as an April Fool's joke. This is true. More zombies! Cru Crusader Kings Z was announced as a sequel to Crusader Kings. Oh my god. What is Crusader Kings? It's a game. Strategy oh. game, I think. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. From, wait, yes. From Paradox comes the Europa Universe Sales the Musical. Wait, we, somebody made up a musical about something? <laughs> oh, it's behind the scenes. What is Europa Universe? Uh, I don't know. Universalis? Uh, it's another strategy game. Ah. From the same uh, same developer as Crusader Kings, I think. Okay. People, people everywhere. All right.
Minecraft 2.0 was announced, and it seems that they com- or that it completely overhauls everything in the game. Go read the patch notes; they are hilarious. Let's see if we can find a few uh, um, highlights from it. <laughs> Added a new graphic setting, ultra realistic, with new patent pending experimental 4D rendering. <laughs> Chickens do not appreciate being looked at and may get upset. <laughs> Attacking a lone chicken may summon additional chickens to its defense. So it's Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Fix the bug causing skeletons to miss their targets on occasion. <laughs> Added six new decoration blocks. Mud, hay bales, lapis lazuli, and slime blocks. They have a new spell that allows you to uh, turn the current biome into another biome, but currently you can only turn biomes into the ocean biome. Under the sea, under the sea. Many blocks will gradually wear them down, creating many new block variants, such as cracked stone and muddy grass. Overhauled fishing mechanics. New uh, special types of fish may be found in various different biomes. Fish may become scared of too much noise as made nearby. Added 28 new achievements for fishing. Rare chance for extra items to drop when fishing, such as armor and maps. Remove fishing. Having a fish in your possession will drain your health by one each second to help phase out fishing. Let's see. They added quantum entanglement redstone, which apparently you can't tell where it's going to go or what it's going to do at any given time. (laughs) Oh, and they've added floating sky islands. (laughs) Because those have never happened before. Never. Well, (laughs) then you have my sky thing, which is going to... It's going to be closed eventually. Yeah. Oh, you're just going to get rid of the entire staircase? No, it's not going to be completely floating. Why not? That could be... No, because the way you're going to have to get down into mine from there is I'm going to put down (laughs) just a spirally thing on the spirally mine carts going down that staircase. Oh, okay. So you're going to get dizzy as you spin down (laughs) 30 or 40 some odd levels. Football Manager 1888 has been announced, complete with vintage screenshots. Oh my god. I must get it. Let's see. Good Old Games has released Metro Mater 4000, a service that will convert your games into retro versions of themselves. What the hell does that mean? Creepy Watson is back! The 2008 game Sherlock Holmes' Nemesis had some pretty terrible movement AI for Watson, leading to the Creepy Watson meme. Focus Interactive has released an amazing trailer for Creepy Watson the Return. Can we watch it? Uh, well, there's, like, no sound in it. Ryan, so, you can cut this out, right? I, I uh, recommend that everybody go watch the video on their own, because the Creepy Watson video is hilarious. Oh, you know what? Let's watch it on the fringe. On the post-fringe. Yeah. So, Journey introduces a rocket launcher deathmatch mode. Can we watch that? Which is wonderful. I don't know. We're we're getting hand signs from the ghost. Anyway, go ahead. My turn? Yes. Oh, boy. Let's see. Sega brings goat processing to their classic Sonic games by adding goat sounds to everything. Wait, is that like that meme with the screaming sheep? Yes. Except that I think it is screaming goats in the meme. (laughs) <laughs> well, okay. That's what I thought. What? Told me it was actually cheap. We're watching this during the fringe as well. Of course we will. 
right, and then for our final bit of totally, totally legitimate news, um, Star Wars: The Old Republic introduces PvP dance-offs and hut mounts, so you can ride your fat slug things into battle. But don't tell them. Oh myself. boy, mush, Jabba, mush. Huh. <clears throat> yep. So now uh, on to reviews. Um, I've got a quick little review for Assassin's Creed 3 The Betrayal. Um, Assassin's Creed 3 Betrayal is uh, the second episode of 3 in their alternate timeline um, DLC pack where, you know, Washington has uh, gotten a few pieces of Eden and they corrupted him and he declared himself king. Um, So it's... uh, pretty darn short. Um, I only spent, uh, I think, like two and a half hours uh, going through it. Um, but that's a... It, it, it's alright. Um, so, you know how Assassin's Creed 3 was really... Uh, the, you know, they were striving to make an open world with it and everything. Um, these, the, these DLCs are not open world-like at all. It's pretty much just, you know, one mission after another just going through the story. And it makes it does make it short but it makes it a lot more focused at the same time, and I, I appreciated the fact that, you know, it was really focused. Um, Question. Yeah. Do they have kills per minute in this one? No. Damn. I don't think they they've ever had in... kills per minute in Assassin's Creed. They had it in two. Really? Yep. I got myself up to at least 1.6 kills per minute. I was trying to get it to two, but I stopped playing. Huh. Yeah. It was great. Does is that like for the entire throughout the entire game you killed an average of almost two people every minute? Yep. That's ridiculous. I just sort of kept walking into towns and then just slaughtering guards and then walking out of towns and finding more people to kill. <laughs> it was only in the Xbox version though because I tried finding it on my like PC version and it wasn't there. Mm. That no, that's probably why I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, but it's still one of the best things ever. I think you're a monster. Nope. <laughs> you're um, a monster. Now, I can't call me a monster until I hit two. With this incredible uh, focus on the story, you know, you would hope that uh, that the story was really good. Um, but I found that none of the characters were very interesting in the game. Um, from an intellectual perspective, it's it's interesting to think about, like, well, what if what if Washington had become king? You know, what if he tried to to keep the power that he had? Um, but they don't really go into that much. It's it's more just from Connor's perspective, like, oh my gosh, my mother's dead now, and oh my gosh, like I have to go and save Franklin from him, and uh, you know. It's it doesn't really go into you know the um, the you know hit Washington being king so much. It's just kind of a medium for you killing more people. Um, and similar. Wrong with that. Well, I mean, I was kind of hoping for more interesting characters. Like the the most interesting person that I encountered was a blacksmith, and I talked to him once. Uh, and none of the other characters that I had to work with, you know, were were very interesting. Mm. Um, just like you. Um, just like in the the first episode of this series, uh, they give you a new special power. In the first one, it was uh, the power of the wolf, which lets you kind of go invisible and sneak around. Um, this time, it's the power of the eagle, and it lets you kind of fly for short distances, which makes getting around the 
really, really ridiculously easy. Um, and you can also assassinate people from afar, so you can just fly up to them and just kill them. Um, I'm trying to imagine how this looks right now. Right now, I'm just picturing this guy in total white doing the Superman thing. Well, no, you, you, you like, turn into an eagle. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, and this big guy in white flapping his arms like this. <laughs> he doesn't transform. That would in just the be... first episode, um, there was kind of, they, they made a gameplay mechanic that um, kind of counteracted the new power that they gave you. So they, they had dogs that could smell you even when you were uh, invisible. But in this episode, they really didn't have anything like that. So you were basically unstoppable. Like if there were people around you who you couldn't who you couldn't beat, you could just fly away and just run, you know get away from them, or yeah. fly away, turn around, and then fly down towards them and just kill them by assassinating them from the air. I'm a bird. Um, there was this one really pretty interesting boss battle with Washington where you had to figure out when to use each of the different uh, pow- new powers to, you know, get past his defenses. Um, but at the same time, it was kind of broken because in order to attack him at all, you had to have the hidden blade selected as your weapon. And I didn't realize that for a really long time, so I couldn't touch him even though I had figured out how to get right next to him while being invisible. Invisible? Yeah. It was pretty silly. Um, also, oh, games are so silly. the game's still pretty buggy, um, and f- for me, it kind of manifested itself by not uh, triggering the final cutscene when I, f- you know, finished the final battle, oh, and so I had to go and finish the entire final battle again in order oh. to get the final cutscene. <laughs> oh, that, that would not be okay with me. Yeah. So for ten bucks, um, I mean. It's probably not really worth it if you're really, really interested to see what you know what the world would be like, uh, you know, with with the, this premise of of Washington taking power. You can go ahead and buy it, but it's not it's not a necessary purchase by any means. Hmm. I'm probably still gonna buy the third one just to see how it ends, um, but you know. But I mean, you're already invested in the story, so why not? Exactly. Yeah. Why not just spend more money? It's not like I, uh, you know, don't have enough of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, your college does pay you to go there. They only did that last year. <laughs> Still. It cost me like $700 each semester this year. Oh my god. Why ain't you special? Yeah. So, Moose, I hear that you like Dark Souls. <gasps> Who told you? Who's your informer? It definitely wasn't an eagle. Oh, damn. I hate those things. Yes, oh man, Dark Souls. Let me tell you about Dark Souls. It's a lot better than Homestuck. Um, Dark Souls is, I think it's a sequel to Demon's Souls, which was sort of another incredibly hard game uh, where you kind of just beat your head against the wall. But for one reason, I'm glad Dark Souls is not Demon Souls. Because in Demon Souls, every time you died, everything got harder. So wow. my Yeah, so my entire strategy would have been completely useless. Because in Dark Souls, I lemming everything. <laughs> I could go until I die. And then try to find where the heck I died and keep going. But usually it's like death is not yet. Death is just merely a slight hindrance to whatever. But, um... Like oh, man. Like... 
But uh, in Dark Souls, I don't know, for coming out, I don't even know when it came out. It technically came out for the consoles first, and it finally got um, onto the PC with the Prepare to Die edition. Um, but which, which I think the Prepare to Die edition came out last summer. Yeah. I know August it came out recently, and I wanted it for a while, but I didn't have monies, but now I have monies. All the but it, it's actually really pretty mm-hmm. and terrifying. Mostly terrifying. But, um, I don't know. I've sunk a lot of time into one character so far who's uh, pretty much, if I know the types right, he's an endurance strength thing that runs around with my lovely, lovely Zweilander plus eight. It's Zweilander or Zweihander? I have no idea. It starts with a Z and has a W and a whole bunch of other letters that and I cannot... And it'd be Zweihander. It means... Violence. German, it literally means two-hander. So yep, that's a two-hander it, It's like an, somewhere between six to eight-foot greatsword. Under their classification, it's the ultra greatsword, or an ultra greatsword, but it's my favorite thing ever. Until mm-hmm. I can finally upgrade my Black Knight greatsword, but that might take a while. So, but uh, Okay, so what I was your f- favorite thing about the game? Um... Finally getting to the point where I can mildly kill things and not constantly having to worry about dying all the time. Because that was there for pretty much almost the entire of my playthrough so far was, I'm gonna die, 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 I'm gonna die. die. Oh, I didn't die. (laughs) Forty hours of that. Yep, pretty much. So what was your least favorite thing then? Um... Oh, what the hell is his name? Havel the the Rock or whatever his name is. He he is a dick. He is a dick. He is a dick. He's a dick. He's a dick. What did he do? He kept killing me, <laughs> and there was nothing I could do about it. Well, you know, I'm I'm sure that you've killed a lot more people in that game than than he's killed you. So why he he probably killed me at least twenty times. And and you haven't killed twenty different people in that game. Not important people. Once they die, they stay dead. <laughs> no, but my least favorite thing would have to be when people invade your world. Ah, uh, because the only people that do that are giant douches. Like I was trying to go um, ring the top bell in the bell tower, and I kept so I'm like I'd use a humanity. Gain my hu- like become human again because you r- usually run around as sort of a um I forgot what they're called but you run around sort of as an undead thing but you can use humanity to become a human again and when you become a human you can run around and before like a boss fight there's usually some sign on the ground which you can summon up somebody to help you fight the boss so I would use the humanity become human run up there get to like right outside the bell tower and this goddamn bastard was there always just sitting there going waves at me, and then stabs me. And every time, I'm like, no, stop it, I'm trying to kill something. And he wouldn't leave me alone. And this was an actual person that can do this? Yeah, you can invade other people's worlds. It's Have you of... ever tried uh, invading somebody else's world? No, because I'm pretty sure if I did, it'd be much, oh, hey, you have, like, legendary weapons, and uh, oh god, I'm dead. Because you can kill people who invade your world. It's just 
I know I'm just going to die instantly if I ever try to do it. So I'm just going to sit in my little corner of the world and hope nobody finds me again. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you had a dick. Well, you can always uh, turn off your internet. I Maybe. Unfortunately, I have to be connected to the PC version of Xbox Live. And I don't know if that does anything. Oh, they did win games for Windows Live? Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. But it, it, it's okay. It's okay. You can make it work. Right. Oh, if you ever do get it, make sure, like I already said, get an Xbox controller because they pretty much did direct port from the console to the PC. So everything's in uh, Xbox language. Okay. But it's a fabulous game. How's the story? Um, 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 would it be odd if I said there isn't really a story? No, lots of games don't have story. It's pretty much, uh, you are an undead thing in this prison, and you escape the prison, and then you get rescued by some giant crow thing, and dropped in, um, Undeadburg, or whatever the hell it is. And then you just slowly sort of kill your way through everything around you, because mostly everything around you is trying to kill you. And apparently there's an actual point to all this, but I haven't really found it yet. And I'm 40 hours in. It's just still sort of just wander around and kill things. So would you say that it's uh, worth its $40 price tag? Yeah, um, I'd say it is. I didn't buy it when it was $40. I waited until it went on sale on Steam, which happens often enough that it's probably worth just waiting. Mm -hmm. But um, if you have the, the money to just spend on it, I'd say go get it. And a $15 Xbox controller. <laughs> but the minor detail. I mean, we might need that for later games anyway. Yeah, but, yep, but if useful. you do get it, don't find me. Stay away. Stay away from me, please. I will find you, but I won't kill you. Oh, thank God. I will help you. Yeah, apparently you can do that too. It's like the difference between a red like red shade and a white shade or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to deal with anything multiplayer because multiplayers are probably dicks. <laughs> probably. I mean, it is probably. the internet. Yep. And we all know that the internet is full of wonderful people who are very helpful. Oh, yes. Yes. I think it's actually full of insane people. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine trying to play Dark Souls when it first came out. There's we probably so shouldn't insult the internet too much because that's the platform on which we distribute our show. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm I'm very thankful for the internet because Dark Souls without the internet would be, like, impossible. There's mm. so much stuff that those glorious people found. I don't know how, but they found it. And besides, and, the internet's fine. It's just the people that are dicks. Yeah. And I'm not talking about our listeners. I like our listeners. Our yeah, listeners our are listeners. wonderful people, all 13 of them. Yep. Except maybe Katie. Katie's not a listener. Perfect. <laughs> and all, all, all of our listeners are wonderful people. Still kind of bad being saved out of but oh well. Um, so, there aren't really any special announcements this week. There aren't any uh, games coming out soon. None came out last Tuesday. Um, so that's pretty much all that we have to uh, talk about. Oh, I, uh, I just got another piece of uh, listener feedback, Ian. Liv walked in and, and told me to thank you for the hug. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. That Liv. Yep. Okay. To Laura, say no problem. I wish I could do it in person, but I did what I could. I will tell her that. 
So thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. Ooh. Oh, oh, that is, oh my gosh. That's what he said?